Hey, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Mr. Old School Wrestling Podcast. And tonight we're going to go over your Monday Night Raw review. Um, starting off tonight, we have a Brock Lesnar segment. Uh, pretty much Paul Heyman was saying, uh, came out with Brock Lesnar to the ring and said, you know, who's going to challenge Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship? Um, Brock feels that there's nobody that can compete with him right now in the ring for the belt. So uh, Brock Lesnar did announce with Paul Heyman that he's going to enter the, this year's Royal Rumble. But not only is he going to enter the Royal Rumble, he's going to come in as the first entrant of this year's Royal Rumble. So they didn't say the belt was going to be on the line, but I guess we'll figure that out in the coming weeks. Um, after that, we probably have the best match of the night. It is Rey Mysterio versus Andrade Almas for the United States Championship. Uh, it was a fast-paced match. Uh, starting off the match, Mysterio hits a head scissors takedown on Almas. Um, then they both get out of the ring. Mysterio throws Almas... Uh, to the steel steps looked absolutely brutal. Uh, Mysterio ends up getting, you know, gets on the uh, the, the ropes and hits a springboard on Almas, but Almas ends up landing kicks on Mysterio. Mysterio then gets up, hits a Hurricane Rana on Almas, and then Mysterio ends up getting up, hits a springboard DDT on Almas, pins him for the two. Um, and then Almas hits the three amigos on Mysterio, but he ends up reversing it and turning it into a roll up. Then Rey Mysterio uh, pins um, Almas for the three, but Selena Vega does get involved, puts Almas' leg up on the ropes. The referee sees it, and the match has to be restarted. Um, Mysterio ends up getting up, hits a hurricane on Almas off the apron. It looked pretty, pretty awesome, pretty nice. Um, then Mysterio hits a powerbomb on Almas uh, into the post. Uh, Mysterio then hits a springboard leg drop on Almas, pins it for the two. Uh, Mysterio ends up hitting another uh, Springboard Hurricanrana into a 619 on Almas. Mysterio then takes out Selena Vega on the outside. It looks like he, I think he hit a tope. I uh, was trying to hit Almas uh, by hitting a tope outside the ring. Ends up hitting uh, Vega instead. Um, meanwhile, Mysterio is trying to figure out what's going on with Vega. He's really, really distraught by it. Um, Almas ends up capitalizing on it. Gets Rey Mysterio in the ring. Hits a hammerlock DDT on Mysterio. Pins it for the three. And after the match, uh, Andrade almost ends up ripping the mask off of Rey Mysterio. So it, it was it was a pretty decent match, man. It was probably the best match of the night. It honestly was. Um, after that match, we have a Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens interview. Um, Samoa Joe says that he wants Rollins and AOP in a, in a tag team match tonight. Um, he wants it, you know, three on three, even though it's just him and Kevin Owens there. And uh, – Kevin, uh, you know, Samoa Joe says he knows, you know, who the third guy is going to be. So we'll stay tuned for that. Um, after that, we have a Seth Rollins and AOP interview. And uh, pretty much Rollins and AOP are not worried about the challenge from Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe and that they're going to be ready for the match tonight. Um, after that, we probably have the second best match of the night. It's the Street Profits versus the OC versus the Viking Raiders for the Tag Team Championship. It was a really decent match. It really was. It was a good match. Um, starting off the match, Eric from the Viking Raiders is keeping the pace. Ibar gets tagged in. Was, like I said, keeping the pace of the match. Dawkins ends up getting a tag. Tagged in. Hits drop kick on Anderson. Ibar and Ford are mocking each other with cartwheels in the ring. It was absolutely great. The crowd was loving it. Uh, Gallows ends up getting tags in. Tagged in. Attacks Ford in the corner. Anderson then gets himself tagged into the match, keeping the onslaught on Ford in the corner. Gallows then tags himself back in the match, keeping the onslaught on Ford. Ford ends up getting up from that, recovering, ends up uh, hitting a step up in Zaguri on Anderson. Ed, uh, Eric gets tagged in, hits an exploded suplex on Gallows. 
Uh, and then the Viking Raiders are obviously showing that they're a great tag team with uh, great tag team moves. Uh, Ibar hits uh, a top, a tope on Anderson and then uh, Ford on the outside. And then Gallows just gets, uh, I think, he, yeah, he gets tagged in, keeps the onslaught on Eric, with strikes in the corner. Uh, and then Anderson uh, gets tagged in, keeping the pressure uh, pressure on Eric. Ibar tags himself in, hits Anderson and Gallows. Uh, Dawkins then tags himself in, is keeping the pace of the match. Ford hits a frog splash. And then Ford ends up hitting a tope so a seat outside the ring. Uh, and while everybody's fighting outside the ring, Ibar ends up getting in the match, hits a splash on Anderson and pins him for the three, and still your Raw Tag Team Champions, the Viking Raiders. After that match, we have a Becky Lynch segment. Um, pretty much, you know, she doesn't know what she wants to do. She's kind of lost right now. Um, you know, she knows that Asuka has a win over her from the Royal Rumble last year. Um, so, you know, she doesn't know what she wants to do. She also said that she doesn't sign her contract extension until after this match. Um, Asuka then arrives pretty much running her mouth, uh, Becky Lynch. Then uh, Asuka and Lynch get face-to-face in the ring, and then Lynch ends up punching Asuka right in her face. It was great. Um, after that segment, we have Mojo uh, Raleigh backstage with Eric Rowan. Eric Rowan's obviously walking with that cage, which nobody knows what's inside of it yet. Um, but Rowan ended up letting Mojo take a peek, and when he looked in, scared the hell out of Mojo Raleigh. It was great. Um, after that backstage segment, we have Selena Vega and Andrade Amis having an interview. But before Amis can really say anything, he's attacked backstage by Rey Mysterio, ends up beating the dog shit out of Amis, and uh, ends up getting his mask back from Andrade Amis. Um, after that segment with uh, Selena Vega and Amis, we have Eric Rowan versus a jobber. Quick match. Eric Rowan ends up hitting the finish on this guy, pins him for the three. After the match, <laughs> um, well, during the match, I should say, um, you know, the guy was trying to look through the cage and all that, and, you know, he got sprayed, I guess, some kind of red stuff or m- maybe blood or whatever. I'm not sure um, <clears throat> after the match. Um, and, again, I don't know where they're getting these jobbers at, but, my God. Um, after that match, we have AJ Styles versus uh, Tazawa. It was a quick match. It really was. It was pretty much hyping AJ Styles versus Randy Orton, which we're probably going to see relatively soon. Um Starting the match, AJ Styles hits a phenomenal forearm on Tozawa. Uh, AJ Styles then mocks Randy Orton, hitting uh, Orton's famous DDT from the ropes. Um, after that, AJ Styles ends up getting up, hits a RKO on Tozawa, pins him for the three. And the winner of the match is AJ Styles. But the crazy thing after this match, uh, from this match is after the match was over, a guy in a suit ended up jumping the barricade and got inside the middle of the ring and the security rushed him. So... That was insane. And honestly, I, I mean, a lot of people thought it was AOP because the guy was dressed in, in like in a complete suit. It was weird. Um, after that match, we have Lana and Lashley's segment. Um, pretty much Lana and Lashley got remarried in the middle of the ring after last week. Uh, last week on Monday Night Raw. And then um, you know, they're both talking trash about you know all their exes and everything else. And then Rusev ends up arriving on the Titantron, says he's on vacation. And that he's enjoying, you know, enjoying his vacation and everything else like that. Um, he did, like, a little segment with, like, their photo album that was hilarious that he created. Um, and then Lashley, you know, got pissed off, said he wants a match with Rusev, and he's got it. Next week, we have Rusev versus Lashley next week. So, it was an okay segment. Uh, hopefully, you know, the whole wedding thing and a uh, lot of thing angle with Bobby Lashley is over. 
I think it's, you know, that well is kind of run dry with that segment. Um, after that segment, we had Charlotte Flair versus Sarah Logan. Uh, and again, we haven't really seen Sarah Logan on Raw in quite a while. Um, starting off the match, before the match even gets started, Logan, uh, Logan gets out of the ring, starts beating the hell out of Flair. Then Flair gets up, keeps the pace on the outside. Flair hits a devastating spear on uh, Logan on the outside. And pretty much after that, they were just going, you know, they're beating the hell out of both, you know, out of each other. Um, and, you know, Logan, before, you know, got back in the ring, slammed uh, Flair's robe, you know, to the mat and everything else, really pissed Flair off. Um, it really wasn't a match, man. I mean, it was kind of like, you know, the ref couldn't control, the, you know, what was going on between the both women. And, you know, a match kind of never, never happened. So I don't know what's next for Charlotte Flair. Hopefully we can get her, you know, a better storyline or at least a decent match. So that was the end of that match. Um, after that, we have, to me, pretty much a squash. It's uh, Drew McIntyre versus No Way Jose. Um, you know, of course, No Way Jose comes out with his entourage, and they're all dancing and everything, and Drew McIntyre comes out. He ends up starting to, before the match even starts, he ends up attacking one of uh, No Way Jose's entourage, beats the hell out of the guy. Um, then, of course, No Way Jose gets pissed off. Gets McIntyre in the ring. They're both fight, you know, both fight. McIntyre ends up hitting uh, No Way Jose with a future shock DDT, and then uh, McIntyre hits a Claymore kick on No Way Jose, pins him for the three. Uh, but after the match, uh, McIntyre ends up going back out to uh, No Way Jose's entourage, slams the guy face first into the apron on the side of the ring. It looked brutal. Um, and then pretty much after that, you know, uh, Drew McIntyre was trying to hype up the crowd. Um, said, you know, asking everybody if he wants to, you know, if, if they want him to do another Claymore kick, which he does. You know, it seems like he's really getting over with the crowd. Maybe he's turning babyface. I'm not sure. Um, he also told everybody that he's entering into the Royal Rumble and that he's never had an opportunity for a championship, a WWE championship on Raw or SmackDown. And it's true. He's never had the opportunity, you know, to have that championship match. And I think he deserves it, man. I think the body of work, I think that he's done. I wouldn't mind seeing him WWE champion. Um, after that match, we have Shelton Benjamin versus Aleister Black. Again, haven't really seen much of uh, Shelton Benjamin. And it wasn't a glorified squash either. I mean, it was a, it was an okay match. Uh, starting off the match, uh, Aleister hits like – they're both, you know, exchanging in the ring. Uh, but Aleister ends up hitting um, a submission on uh, Shelton Benjamin. And Shelton Benjamin ends up breaking the hold, slams Aleister Black. And then Aleister ends up getting up, hits a jumping knee on Shelton Benjamin. And Alistair, you know, capitalizes off that, hits Black Mass on Shelton Benjamin, pits it for the three. Um, after the match, Murphy comes out, starts beating the hell out of Alistair Black, uh, takes him, you know, takes him to the outside, keep turning on the onslaught on Alistair. He ends up hitting a like devastating knee, and Alistair's holding the chair right to his face, and he hits this nasty knee on Alistair. Looked brutal. So I'm guessing we're gonna see more from Buddy Murphy and Alistair Black in the coming weeks. And I believe there's I believe they have a match with each other again next week. I think it'll be the fourth match they've had together. So hopefully, like I said before, they can do something else with the Muddy, you know, the Buddy Murphy and Aleister Black thing. Um, after that, we have uh, the main event of the evening, ladies and gentlemen. We have Seth Rollins and AOP versus Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens. Um, you know, AOP come out to the ring. Everybody's still wondering who this third guy was. So AOP comes out. Seth Rollins comes out. Um, down to the ring. After that, Samoa Joe makes his way down to the ring. Kevin Owens makes himself, you know, way down to the ring. And they're both sitting there by the ring, and everybody's wondering who's going to be this third guy. 
Um, and then here comes the Big Show. Big Show has made his return to Monday Night Raw and um, shocked everybody, including myself. But starting off the match, uh, Big Show gets in the, in the ring, hits a devastating chop on Rollins in the corner. Uh, Joe gets tagged in, turning on the onslaught on, um, on Rollins. Owens then tags himself in, hits chops on Rollins. Owens then hits a tilt-a-whirl backbreaker on Rollins. It looked absolutely brutal. And then uh, AOP, obviously, are still trying to show, you know, that they're a good tag team. They're hitting great tag team moves on Owens. I think uh, I think it was Akam that ended up dropping, like, he was on top rope, dropped the knee on Owens. It looked brutal. Um, and then uh, Rollins gets tagged in, hits a jumping knee. Or, no, he's on the outside, hits a jumping knee on Owens. Uh, Akam again tags himself in. Owens ends up getting up, hits a step up into Guri on Akam. Uh, the Big Show is tagged in. Show's turning on the onslaught. Rollins then hits uh, Big Show with a chair, and the match is a disqualification. Uh, and then everybody's, you know, pretty much beating the hell out of each, you know, at each other, and you know, just fighting on the outside of the ring, fighting on the inside of the ring. And then Seth Rollins was going to, I think, he was going to go for a uh, a knee, and then uh, Big Show ends up getting up and hits the uh, the WMD on uh, Seth Rollins. And I believe next week we're going to have. Um, of the, I guess the first ever fist fight on Raw next week. <clears throat> um, as far as rating the show at a one out of ten, I'm gonna give it a four. Um, like I said, I'm not trying to bash the show, but besides the Mysterio match with Almas and the tag match, that was the best thing of the night. It really was. Um, as far as the third man angle, I mean, yeah, they had a lot of speculations on it on who was gonna be the third man. I thought. It was going to be Aleister Black. It, he would have fit perfect in that slot. Um, a lot of people said Ricochet. I did not think it was going to be the Big Show. I mean, Big Show has not wrestled in two years. Um, has been off TV for Monday Night Raw or SmackDown in two years. Um, I, I guess I can appreciate the nostalgia act of having him back, but he's way past his prime. I'm sorry. If this was 15 years ago or, hell, even 10 years ago, then maybe. But – Having this nostalgia act, especially with this storyline and this angle, it, man, you, you definitely could have used somebody else to be the third person in their team. And one of the biggest names they could have had was Keith Lee. Keith, you know, them being in Oklahoma City, and you know, yeah, he didn't play for Oklahoma City, but he, I believe, he played football for Texas. Keith Lee's ready to move up to the main roster, man. There's really nothing. I know he was advertised for a match on NXT. But you still could have had him sign on to Raw and have his last match on NXT this Wednesday. And had Keith Lee, Samoa Joe, and Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins and AOP. It would have been fantastic. I don't know what Vince and the creative team's doing for Monday Night Raw, but this was a bad choice. There's other ways to bring the big show back besides having him team with Samoa Joe and Owens versus Seth Rollins and AOP. I'm sorry. I just don't, I don't agree with it, man. I really don't. Um, But, yeah, I, I think I'm just – I'm. I had to give the show a four, to be honest with you. I don't know what they're doing, but it was not the right time to bring Big Show back. It really wasn't. I mean, he's been off for two years, and you're going to put him in probably one of your best angles right now on Raw. But, and with all due respect to Big Show, he has not earned that spot. I'm sorry, man. You went from getting destroyed, if I'm not mistaken, getting destroyed by Braun Strowman in that steel cage that was about, what, two years ago? And since then, you've been kind of like an afterthought. I'm sorry. You know, I used to love watching the Big Show wrestle, and I'm a big you know, big wrestling fan, big WWE fan, but, man, he is way past his prime. I'm sorry. 
You know, it was it was kind of cool seeing him and all, but not in this angle. You know, he hasn't earned it. There were so many other names, like I said, like Keith Lee, you know, John Morrison, even though he was on SmackDown, that you could have put in this angle and made a star out of rather than giving it to a veteran or a part-timer. I mean, people, even people were thinking it was going to be John Cena, for Christ's sake. John Cena to help Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens, who I don't even, I think what last year's WrestleMania, we saw John Cena and he had that little spot where he came out as a doctor of thugonomics with Elias. Look, man, I'm not taking anything away from John Cena. Obviously he's what a 15 time champion, but still man, like the big show, that's, and that's the other thing that kind of like pisses me off because you have all this talent on this roster and that you're not even – you're so scared to utilize this talent that you have currently on your roster that why – one, why are you paying these superstars to be on your roster? And two, why are they there? If you're not going to utilize them and capitalize on the talent you have now, then why are they there? Why? There's no point. To sit – what, to sit back in catering, hanging out with Titus? You know, seeing who has the next, you know, spaghetti dish left over from Cater. I mean, come on now. I mean, I'm sorry, man. And I know other people, you know, may bash the show or whatever, but I'm being brutally honest. I mean, really. And even as a talent, even as a current talent that's on the roster, you're there every single day. Uh, Yeah, you have to be, oh, oh, it's cool seeing the big show back, but – at the same time, that means you have to take a backseat to a guy who's been sitting on the sideline for two years and you've been working your ass off and you've got nothing to show for it but independent shows or house shows or and everything or dark matches that are not even shown on TV. Like, I'm sorry, it would get to a point where this is like, you know, this is ridiculous, man. It ha- I mean, it has to be. And believe it or not, you're probably going to end up seeing more people leave WWE than stay, to be honest with you. Or at least definitely reevaluate what's going on. And I'm sorry, man. Money, even as a superstar, and other superstars have said it once they left, money's not everything. It's not. That's why you've seen guys like Kenny Omega and the Bucks when their contracts were up and everything else with New Japan and Ring of Honor. Everybody thought they were going to WWE. That's not the case. And that's not the situation that took place. These guys said, the hell with that. We want to do our own thing and be our own person and be unique, and have that little bit of a freedom to do what they want to do. And I mean, yeah, who wouldn't mind seeing a Seth Rollins versus Kenny Omega match? I know I would take my money now, but I don't blame them for not going to WWE. They don't know what to do once you get to the main roster, man. They've pushed you to the side. I feel like Triple H is trying to save these guys, and Vince is just trying to destroy them. You know, and it's ridiculous. And even... Even having our truth there tonight with that 24-7 belt. That belt is trash, man. I'm sorry. That belt is worthless as hell. It's trash. And it's overshadowing the United States Championship, even though they had a match tonight, and the Intercontinental Championship match. Because for the past few months, all you've been hearing about is this 24-7 championship. And people, it's a joke. It's absolutely a joke. And it's honestly the only thing making our truth relevant at this point. Seriously, the man barely has a damn match. And before that belt, before he got that belt, he was barely getting a match. Like, yeah, he had the mixed match challenge and all that stuff and had a couple matches here and there. But other than that, he ain't been in a decent storyline. I don't know how long, probably not since he was tagging with Gold Dust. 
and that was a few years ago. So it's just I don't know what the hell they're, what they're doing. I I personally think that whoever's running raw, whether it's Paul Heyman, whether it's Vince, creative with Vince, I don't know who the hell it is, but I honestly feel like they're sabotaging their own show. There really is. You can add all the pyro you want. It's not going to help this show out. I'm sorry. It's not. It is brutal, man. And people would say, well, then don't watch it. But this is what I do. This is what I do. I'm a wrestling fan. I've been a wrestling fan my entire life. And I'm going to be honest with you guys, like I said from the get-go. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say the show was great when it was when it was not. You know, and it's a damn shame, like I said earlier. You have all this phenomenal talent on your roster, and you are so scared to use them. And it's sad, man. It really is. It's it's sad. While they're sitting there doing nothing, collecting a check, and they want to wrestle, you're not even giving them the platform or the opportunity to do so. And to show you why you're giving them a check every fucking week. Every week. It's pathetic. It really is. It's a, it's a damn shame. It really is. And I'm not the only one saying this. I'm really not. You know, it, you everybody's still having this, you know, oh, we wish we could bring that back the Attitude Era. Why? Yeah, on paper it sounds great, but are they still going to use the, the talent that they have in the back? Probably not. Probably not. I mean, even the third, like I said about the third man, even though it was Big Show, even people thought it was going to be CM Punk because people are salivating at the fact that this guy's going to come back in the ring and wrestle. First of all, even if he did come back, he's not going to come back for that. They're going to put him in a big spot, a big spot at WrestleMania, if anything. He's not going to just jump back for a regular Monday Night Raw like that. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But all in all, like I said, this show was a four to me. I'm sorry, man. It's just, it's brutal. It is. I, I, I'm sorry. They need to do more stuff with the tag team division. Yeah, I'm happy that the Viking Raiders are actually getting other people to wrestle besides jobbers. <clears throat> but the whole thing with them and the OC, it's a dead issue at this point, man. I mean, how many times are you going to keep wrestling these guys until it gets stale? I'm sorry. I mean, I, I'm happy to see the street, the street Profits have an opportunity for the belts. You know, they're a great tag team, great in NXT. But, again, man, this – I don't know. I'm just – I'm very disappointed in the fact that, you, you know, it's like they give you – it's like you think that they're going to give you something great and then they just – they crap all over it. You know, I'm, I'm happy to see the big show back, but he does not deserve to be in this storyline or this angle right now with Owens and Joe. I'm sorry. You have been gone from professional wrestling for two years, bud, and – and the last time we saw you, you went through a damn cage with Braun Strowman. That's the last time I personally seen him in the ring. So I, I don't know what to tell you guys. I really don't. Um, but all in all, I mean, it was I give the like I said, it was a it was a decent show. Uh, the Rey Mysterio match with Almas for the United States Championship was fantastic, um, and the tag match tonight was not that bad. It was really good. Um, so, but that's it of the podcast tonight, guys. Um, I will see you tomorrow for the NWA Power Review. So I want you guys to stay safe. And thanks for swinging by. And I'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace.